0: I've got about a thousand turkeys worth of tinfoil.
1: Okay. (laughs) I have the world's most violent water polo match. (laughs) Excellent. Welcome to Date Fight on the 6th of December. It's a podcast where we look through history, we find the most exciting, important, funny things and we say them to each other and then pretend to compete for your
0: love. I'm Jake Yap. He's Nat Tapley and he knows loads about history and that's why he's thrashing me. Uh, (laughs) 6-2 is the current score for this week. Uh, Whoever loses, me, it's always me, uh, pays the forfeit on Sunday and that's fine because I have to bring some value to the podcast somehow. Uh, Let's get on with round one. Yes. one! Go on, then. Go on, then. I'm going to go to the 6th of
1: December, 1956. Okay. At the Olympics in Melbourne, the Hungarian water polo team... Hmm? (laughs) This is made up.
0: This 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 needs some context.
1: So, earlier in the year, the Hungarian Revolution had happened, where the Hungarians had tried to liberalise and get more democracy in Hungary, and the tanks were sent to put... uh, the Russians sent tanks into Budapest on the 1st of November, and from where they were practising, the Hungarian water polo team could see the smoke and hear the gunfire. Um, they were in mountains above Budapest. So that's the backdrop to the meeting between the Hungarians and the Russians water polo match a month later. Also, the Hungarian water polo team hated the fact that the Russians had been spying on them and stealing their training <laughs> regime. <laughs> so it was a real grudge match, and uh, so the Hungarians worked out that they could... Taunt and kick and punch the Russians under the water,
0: and no one would know. Right. Hungarian- I'm sorry, taunting under the water. Is just- <laughs> 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 oh,
1: is it? They were, they were th- doing
0: gestures. Were they doing
1: Probably. gestures? All right. Yeah. Um, Hungarians were currently the world champions in water polo, so they were Riding pretty high. excited yeah. by this. Anyway, they were, were winning 4 0 in the final minute.
0: Mm. Just like you. <laughs> when. <laughs>
1: When Zador was uh, marking Valentin Prokopov...
0: Oh, (laughs) come on, this is made up.
1: Valentin Prokopov lost his temper and punched Zador, who was Uh the Hungarian captain, in the face. And there was blood everywhere oh wow and there was a riot in the stands they all came down the hungarian supporters started shouting things at the russian team and the whole thing had to be called off and the russian the hungarians were given the win because they were leading four nil in the last minute but it was the most violent it was known as the blood in the water polo match <laughs> <laughs> it makes it and sound <clears throat> slightly more exciting than it is that makes no, it sound no, no, like but Jaws. It, it
0: was awful because the referee was a shark <laughs> and it <laughs> and really it was two kicked off when <laughs> it started <laughs> that's amazing that's really cool um, fine, I am going to go to the 6th of December, 1884, mm. when uh, the pointy bit was put on the top of the Washington Monument. Oh. And the Washington Monument, it's made of marble and granite and bluestone gneiss. mm very very nice nice. uh it's the world's i I mean we're getting quite granular on what it's the world's tallest nowadays okay Okay, so it's the world's tallest predominantly stone structure (laughs) and the world's tallest obelisk Uh, it's 555 feet did it need the
1: point on to become an obelisk what was it before that
0: Uh, It it was still an obelisk. But the thing is, so the the top Mm -hmm. of the the sort of needle is made of aluminium. Or if you're in the States, aluminum, and I'll come Mm -hmm. on to that. At the time, it was by far, by a huge margin, the largest piece of aluminium ever cast in one smelty thing, (laughs) casty thing. (laughs) So, how high do you think that aluminium point is on the Washington Monument? I how like high this.
1: off the ground, or how no, big no, the how tall is the is?
0: is the point? Thirty meters, nine inches. What? <laughs> <laughs> At the time, it was a it cost a dollar an ounce, and this was a hundred ounces of aluminium. But it right. was very hard to get hold of, and. Uh, the original quote was for like $75. And wow. then the guy who cast it invoiced for $265. <laughs> and, and literally, they sent some army boys down to say, What's this invoice, Sam? What's going on here? <laughs> and he said, You don't get I couldn't cast it in sand. I had to make an iron cast. And that took yeah. a lot of time. It was really tough. And in the end, they agreed on $225. So it did quite oh, well, well, I think. Um, and uh, it was supposed to be a, a lightning rod. Right. And does aluminium conduct uh, lightning? It, it was hopeless. Um, in fact, when they went and sort of renovated it, yeah. um, they just all the aluminium was just melted away, just right. all over the shop uh, and stuff. So it was it was all pretty hopeless. But um, the the aluminium or aluminium nine mm. inches of that, yeah, oh, it was, that was wild. Uh, In those days. And they actually, for two days, it sat in the window of Tiffany's in New York. uh, Like a jewel. And later... (laughs) Is it aluminum? Even wilder. Later, they put it on the floor and visitors were allowed to carefully step over it so that they could tell their friends they'd walk clear over the top of the Washington Monument.
1: Uh, I wish I'd done that. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I really <laughs> want to yet. have done that. Yeah. The closest I've got is Blackpool Tower, that bit with the glass bit. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but why aluminium and aluminium? I don't Do know. Do you know about that? I don't know about Sir, that. So that's Sir Humphrey Davy. Mm. So uh, his his first attempt at it mm. was to call it aluminium. 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 Hello. This is in 1807. Uh, and then he changed it to aluminium. Mm-hmm. And finally settled on aluminium. Right. Uh, and this was... So it, So they just never got the last memo. Well, well basically, the his sort of peers, yeah. his colleagues in the world of science, probably yeah. the Royal Society, uh, they preferred aluminium because it had more of a classical ring, just mm. made up. Nothing to do with, like, its composition <laughs> <Right>. or anything. <laughs> sounds like proceeding. And it charmed with, and... well, like, potassium, sodium, magnesium and all that, uh, which Davy had also named. Right. Uh but Did he try potassium, <laughs> <P-ptas- laughs> magnesium, potam, <laughs> yeah. magnum, magnum, magnum? He invented the magnum. Yeah. So, uh, but why did it stay as aluminum in the states? I don't know. Uh, it was Webster's Dictionary, which in 1828 mm. listed only the aluminum form in its pages, really? and basically, in common parlance. It was aluminum in the States. And then whenever anybody went to check it, journalists, yeah. if they were writing about this yeah. miraculous new thing, they just go to Webster's Dictionary yeah. and go, oh, it's aluminum. And so it's because of that, uh, it's, it stayed like that. So uh, it was only so was it in 19... 19- was
1: it a de- decision to exclude the, the inium?
0: Uh, it's thought that there was a progressive shift starting around 1895 mm-hmm. when it went from em to um. Mm. um but... It, you can see that at some point it got ported over from england yeah. as aluminum which is what it then was yeah. then england changed its mind yeah. no one updated america webster's <laughs> dictionary they, was published they, in the meantime and uh, they, the american got that email yeah yeah the american chemical Am I society, list of <laughs> element names do you mean the email <laughs> the american chemical society adopted it formally in 1925 yeah. but that was just because everyone was already calling it aluminum And it would have been stupid (laughs) But they are the chemical naming authority They get to choose Yes Really In America It's not a democracy Well in America So the International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry And they do get to decide Well those people don't
1: understand chemistry So they just do what they say
0: They standardised it to aluminium in 1990 Mm. There you go
1: well, I think you win that because that's a uh, really yes. So happy. Washington Monument is so exciting. And I can't. I remember
0: what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? <laughs>
1: fine. It was. Oh, it was blood in the water. It was the water polo.
0: Oh yeah, that was good. But, but it was basically a, a weather spoon. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's do the birthdays. <laughs>
1: to Agnes Moorhead, who played Endora in Bewitched. That's nice. She was great. Was she? Yeah, she's the mother-in-law.
0: Okay. Oh, brilliant.
1: Um, Also, happy birthday to Ira Gershwin. He's one of the two best Gershwins.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me choose. I can't, George. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's George, it's George.
1: Happy birthday to Yekaterina Budanova, who was a Soviet... Uh, flying ace during World War II she shot down a few Germans well she done was one of only two female flying aces in the second World War wow Germany
0: had some women who flew planes but they were only test pilots they weren't right. fighting actual enemies oh that's charming that's charming you can't do any of the combat but you can, you can yeah, just yeah, get you up and we'll sure, just make sure it works yeah, just make don't, sure want, it's fine. don't want anyone valuable yeah, this crashing is, this one's brand new we're really not sure about how it's going to work you just slimy I wonder if those those two women flying aces ever encountered each other. I think they did. They went out together. Oh, the Russians, because they were both Russian. Okay, right, right. It's
1: um, Yekaterina Budnova and Lydia Litvinjak. Wow. That's a film that needs to be made. Yeah, absolutely. Now now I've told everyone. Idiot. Let's hope Quentin Tarantino isn't listening to this podcast.
0: (laughs) For many reasons. (laughs) I think it's pretty safe. (laughs) These guys, have got a great idea on the podcast. little like ooms. I think I might date her one day.
1: <laughs> Happy day. Happy Death Day to Roy Orbison, who had his death day. Justin was having a comeback. It was a shame for Roy mm. Orbison. Uh, he was just coming back into vogue when he deathed himself. <laughs> he deathed himself right off. He deathed it right up. <laughs> Happy birthday to Jefferson Davis. He was the president of the Confederate States of America during the Civil War, and afterwards he was kept in a small cell um, where the Pope wrote him nice letters and sent him a portrait of himself. <laughs> oh, what a, that's
0: the best gift you could ever get.
1: Uh, after he was imprisoned, he went uh, to look for a. He went around to try and find jobs, but apparently no one would hire him because he was the president of the Confederate States of America and no one um, thought that anyone in the North America would buy anything from him. So he tried to get sales jobs and they were like, just looking at your CV um, there are war crimes for four years (laughs) 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 in defence of slavery (laughs) and after that all seems pretty good. Well, it's prison. Yeah. Uh, and also And what ha- you
0: do what you do with your free time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Happy Death Day to Johnny Hallyday
0: Oh, Johnny Hallyday Oh, he is the best Oh, you
1: know him? Johnny Hallyday Oh,
0: he was the best He is dead, it's very, very sad He was an incredible singer He wrote incredible songs Johnny Hallyday I forgot you, uh, de... you don't know Johnny Hallyday? But les, he's les world chances. famous what? in France. Yes, en France. <laughs> <laughs> Every uh, French yes, person does that. En France. Yes, yes. <laughs> meilleur du monde en France. <laughs> and that's the death days. Brilliant. Round two. Okay, I'm taking you back mm. to the 6th of December 1974. Ooh. And it was a great time for pop. <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness, where is this
0: going? Well, you know, uh, in 1963, the Beatles had started a tradition of releasing Christmas records for their fans. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, In 1974, George Harrison, Mm -hmm. of course, has a fresh idea Mm -hmm. and releases something for New Year's Eve, thinking, that's the pension sources. (laughs) That's
1: that's really when people are looking to buy songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're full of Christmas dinner,
0: and they're thinking, what's the fresh new sound? Yeah. Do you want to have a sing-song? then by Ding Dong Ding Dong, by George Harrison.
1: You know those made-up names you did for the Magical Mystery Tour the other day? They were all significantly
0: better than Ding Dong Ding Dong. Yeah, I know. I did think that. Uh, It's basically a guitar rock interpretation of the Big Ben chimes. So it's like, bow, 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 bow. (laughs) Bow, (laughs) bow, 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 bow. Now, he says that he took the lyrics to yeah. Ding Dong Ding Dong. From Big Ben. No, oh. from engravings he found in his 19th century home, Friar Park, in oh. Oxfordshire, which had had a rather eccentric founder, a guy called Frank Crisp. Anyone with a noun for a surname is yeah. funny. You know, Vincent Hat. It's just always funny. Uh, Frank Crisp uh, was very into microscopes. Right. That's all I know. Um, Who did the engravings then? Were the... Frank we, himself? I guess, possibly. Or his house guests? But what I'm going to say is, I'm guessing engraving is quite hard and takes a long time. Yeah. Because Ding Dong Ding Dong, as a song, <laughs> runs to approximately three and a half minutes. Okay. And contains 18 different words. <laughs>
1: I counted them. And presumably engraving on curves is difficult. So are they all letters which are pointy.
0: Yeah, letters? probably. N yeah. A. There's a lot of ding dong, ding dong. Wow, but a G will be very difficult and to there's, engrave. And there's a sort of ring out the old, ring in the new, ring right. out the false, ring in the true, that sort of right. thing. And but so it, it, it boils down to eighteen different ways. <laughs> it's like a Doctor Seuss song. <laughs> oh. It followed wow. it up with hat cat cat hat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good old George.
0: Some of All his songs were it... so great. I loved Fab. I thought that was a great song. All right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've lost this one as well, have
1: I? Uh, no, I uh, no, Not sure that you have. Well, um, I'm going to the 6th of December 1922, mm. the foundation of the Irish Free State. A year after the signature of the Anglo Irish Treaty, the Irish Free State came into being. As a dominion of the crown, the king was still the head of state and the governor-general was head of the government. But the Irish finally had a country of their own again after we'd taken it away.
0: I've actually won. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, right. Yours is much more important. <laughs> well, it's much
1: more Is boring. it, though?
0: But is it? Yeah. I mean, George Harris New Year's... 18 single. different words... <laughs> I mean, um, it, like, and the trouble is, it was none of the eighteen words that you need on New Year's Eve, like, like minicab, hey. where, how much <laughs> yeah. help, hospital. Like, well done though. Thank you. Good effort, but I, I actually do. You're going to take I'm a point. I'm taking a point. I'm having it. <laughs> right. I'm having That's it. The point. I'm what sorry. You now? Six four. Six four. But you can afford to lose these points. You, you don't have to <laughs> find me on these this. points. Away, yeah, it's fine. it's fine. But it does it does raise raise. the, I mean, stakes, raise for the, the, stakes, the stakes
1: for you know all to play for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's it for today's date fight. Why don't you join us tomorrow? I'd love it if you did. Yeah, and you know you can always enjoy the back catalogue. There's loads of these. Oh, there are. This must be number nine hundred or something. Fourteen. So yeah, years we've been doing. Well this. done. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for your time. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye bye.